Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with my friend Sarah today. Hey, guys. And we are talking about Elf because this is our Christmas episode. Yay! Very excited, as we can tell. Um, before we get into the movie, we are drinking some Rock and Coast coffee. Um, it's great. <laughs> Sound effects by Sarah. Um, it's it's great. Like, you guys have had it before, and it tastes great. Um, I talk. I feel like I just kind of repeat myself because every episode I talk about it. But if you want, if we haven't convinced you yet, you need to try the coffee. Go to coastcoffeeroasters.me and you can enter the code Movies and Mocha's twenty at checkout and you'll get twenty percent off your first order. They do um, just a you can buy a bag of coffee beans. Uh, Charlie will make his own cold brew and bottles it and sells it. You can get coffee soda shots, which are literally the best drink so good. ever. Um, and then they're also doing face masks for the time of life we live in right now so great keeping everyone safe so go to coastcoffeeroasters.me and enter the code movies and mochas 20 at checkout for 20 percent off your first order so elf man that's the best christmas movie it's so good isn't it yes it came out november 3rd 2003 this movie is almost almost 20 years old yeah it's like 17 years old if Mm -hmm. i can do the math correctly um, which is a struggle because I almost failed math three years in a row. So don't ever <laughs> trust my math. Um, yeah, like 17 years, I think. Um, John Favreau directed it, of course, cause he is a legend. He's my favorite director. I know. Favorite person. Honestly, I, I want to meet him. So I'll, yeah. I'll know like the podcast is over when I talk to John Favreau. <laughs> like that is, that is literally like, you know, when you, when you start something and you're like, well, what's like the biggest goals you could like imagine for the podcast my my top one is john favreau like once that happens it's like all right we're we're done because i don't have anything else (laughs) this is what i worked towards the best goal to have yeah just john favreau um will ferrell's in it james conn bob newhart zoe deschanel mary steenbergen um and then even john favreau makes his own little cameo appearance like he does in the majority of his films Mm -hmm. that he doesn't star in exactly half the time he stars in them as well um so why did you pick this movie honestly every okay every christmas i watch elf if it if i don't watch elf it is not christmas time so and i will watch it multiple times during christmas time but will ferrell is one of my favorite actors of all time just because i i watched him when he was in snl also so i loved (laughs) all of those skits that he was in um and it's a special sense of humor, but he is, like, one of my favorite just funny guys. Um, and then, of course, John Favreau's. We've already talked about how much we love John Favreau. But um, I personally love this movie because of all the references that they make. But There's so many. There are so many throughout the entire movie. Um, but coming from it, coming from a artist perspective, too, in the movie, throughout the whole thing, you're mixing real life actors and people, but then there's stop there's stop motion in it. Yeah. So the little claymation people yeah. 
and it's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's so great. cute. And I love it. So that, I noticed that, like, I've always known that, but I never really thought about it till recently, like how much, how cool that is. I think it was only last year that I started appreciating how amazing Elf is. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I grew up watching it because it's such a great Christmas movie. You can't, it's not Christmas unless you watch Elf. But it wasn't until, like, last year because I had started, really getting back into, like, learning everything about movies. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is already amazing. But now it's, like, three times as amazing of a movie. And I like, even the soundtrack, too, is catchy. Like, there's, I mean, it, even, like, they play Frank Sinatra songs and all that kind of stuff throughout it, but even the beginning when they're showing the credits, the little bump, 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 John, bump, bump. John Debney oh, okay. um, composed it, and I was looking into some of his stuff, and he has done everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew because he did Iron Man 2, and then he what? also did The Princess Diaries, what? which are two very, I love the- <laughs> very awesome. different ends of the spectrum but um here is some of his stuff he has 215 composer credits on imdb wow um busy man going all the way back to 1980 but he's done let's see liar liar oh that's the frankie muniz movie no it's not it's jim carrey yeah i don't know what i was thinking of i don't know uh he did liar liar the emperor's new groove spy kids cats and dogs princess diaries um spy kids 2 bruce almighty elf the passion of the christ uh princess diaries 2 christmas with the cranks let's see what else all of like all of these the adventures of shark boy and lava girl chicken little cheaper by the dozen 2 um barnyard you remember barnyard yes i remember barnyard it's such a it's un, i feel like it's a little it's underrated a of a movie it it's, is it's a it's something mm-hmm. it's um, a thing evan almighty he did hotel for dogs hannah montana the movie yes iron man 2 no strings attached the three stooges wow yeah draft day let's see what else um, handful of TV shows. The Jungle Book. <gasps> the new one. Um, The Greatest Showman. He wrote the score for. I did not know that. I have so much respect for that. I man. know. I did not know that. And then I was like, okay, that I That made him. the movie good. Yeah. The only good thing in that movie was Hugh Jackman and the score. <laughs> I do not agree. But we're not going to get into it. That's fine. That's a um, different That's a different episode. He did Isn't It Romantic? He did I Still Believe. The Jeremy Camp movie oh, yeah. that just came out. Um, apparently, there's a new Home Alone that's in post-production. What? And I've... I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and then apparently, there's a Clifford the Big Red Dog that's in post-production because he's also did... That was my childhood. I loved Aww. Clifford the Big Red Dog. The TV show, the books, mm-hmm. it was just all... When he was a puppy, it was like the most adorable mm-hmm. thing. Um, but that's John Debney. Going back, he's amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, of course, the music for this is amazing. Perfectly holiday. Um, So, this is our Christmas episode. And so, before we get a little more into Elf, what is your favorite Christmas... Like, what are your favorite Christmas movies? Not just the number one, but, like, what are your favorites? These are the ones you have to watch during the Christmas season. Home Alone. Okay. The Santa Claus. 
Mm-hmm. Just the first or all three? I mean, all three are great, but there's something about the first one. You can... Nothing <clears throat> ever beats the first movie. No. And I like the movie Scrooge, but it's a very specific one. Which one? It is old, and it's the one with... I cannot remember his name. I'm going to look it up, though. Bill Murray? Nope. That one's good. I think it's Bill Murray. I think that's what it's I'm thinking of. It's not Bill Murray. Of. It's really old. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look it up. But isn't there... Didn't he do... Oh, it's called Scrooged. With Scrooged. E-D. Yeah. Is the one that Bill Murray did. This one... Hold on. I'm going to find it. And I'm going to say his name. You can tell how much prep work we 1970. Did. Scrooge, 1970, Albert Finney. Okay. That is like... I have to watch that movie. Okay. Well, my mom growing up had to watch that movie and then forced us to watch it. And yeah. then I actually really liked it. So now you so. enjoy it. Yes. It's amazing how many thing your, things your parents force you to do as a child that you end up enjoying as an adult. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you hate admitting it. Yes. You never want to That admit is the it. one thing I will admit that I liked that they forced me to do is watch Scrooge. Yes. Um, then, of course, we, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Um, Miracle on 31st Street is another one. Like, those are the classics, but definitely, like, if there is, if I'm only allowed one movie, well, I'm going to say two, but if I'm allowed two movies per Christmas season to watch, it would probably be Santa Claus and Elf. Like, I can't not watch those two. The Santa Claus trilogy was my childhood. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Santa Claus. America's dad. Truly America's dad. Um, Mine have to be the Santa Claus trilogy elf a year without a santa claus i forgot about those I i'm gonna love, add that to my list i love a year without a santa claus he was a year without a santa claus so um heat miser and snow miser yes it's truly amazing it's a st- it is like one of the best stop motion clay animation yeah it's so good. Movies. And then it's the same um, people that did Rudolph. Yeah. Like the original oh, of Rudolph course. one. And then there's a th- there's another one. Um, It's like the his like the Santa origin. Santa Claus is coming to town? Yes. Because it tells the town. origin of St. Nick. Yep. Those that one three are just. Mm-hmm. Close to home. Oh, they're adorable. My I grandma love loved those. Yeah. And so that's how we started watching those. We had Rudolph on VHS. So do I. And we watched it mm-hmm. all the time at my mm-hmm. grandma's house. That's so cute. Yeah. I'm going to go home and just do a giant movie christmas movie marathon now i tend to wait until after thanksgiving but i think i have to do it now there's no waiting 2020 you need more christmas in your life you know it's okay. anything no to comfort needed. anything to comfort you mm-hmm. um i i just want to like enjoy all these movies right now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um elf is elf it's iconic um zoe deschanel so I just watched New Girl over the summer for the first time. Favorite like, I binge watched show. I really enjoyed it. Um, I found a lot of parallels to my own life that I did not enjoy because it made me realize said parallels and hey, see it fine. in my life. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. That's the point of the show. <laughs> I don't like that it's calling me out on that. Yeah. Um, but then... Obviously, I knew she was in this movie, but mm-hmm. I went back and watched it, and I was like, that's not her. Mm-mm. The blonde hair, and she and she's, like, mopey. What well, was one of her... It really was one of her first roles, mm-hmm. though. And I the one of the only reasons that they even put music 
in the movie like they did all the singing was because was she because could sing. of her so he found out that she had a good voice and he was like let's do that yeah and now she has her own albums and everything and she and him yeah i was listening to they yep. have two christmas albums mm-hmm. and like three other regular albums i was listening to the christmas ones on the way here they do run run rudolph on their newer one. Oh, fun and it was like they were singing it but they were on um what's the anxiety medicine adderall no that's add oh xanax yes yeah it was like they were singing it on xanax and it was like just kind of like slowed down oh wow interesting because like run run rudolph is normally like a really fast-paced upbeat because you gotta run you gotta go (laughs) and it was not it was good but it was like instantly I was like, oh, it's like they're on Xanax and trying to perform this. It's very just kind of like know if slow I want to listen to slow Run Run Rudolph. It's like medium speed, so mm. it's slow for Run Run Rudolph, but it's like medium speed. Also, so the the re- do you know why she has blonde hair in this movie? No. Uh, apparently, it's because she had dyed her hair blonde for um a different role, like for a project that mm-hmm. ended up not like it got scrapped. Um, but in that time before it got scrapped, she had auditioned for this movie and so she had the blonde hair. So when she got the role, they're like, you can't like, no, we want you blonde because your tape showed you as a blonde and we want to, we want your role, your character to be blonde. So now she was stuck with the blonde hair. And so that's why she Hmm. has the blonde hair. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, they have a look that they're going for, I I guess, but you know, but I just wasn't. I forgot every time I see the movie, I forget she has blonde hair. I know. Because I'm so used to seeing her with that jet black hair. Yeah. So. I just. It must have been hard to go from that jet black hair to blonde hair, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, <laughs> but it, it just makes me uncomfortable for her yeah. that they're like. You have to have your. If you want this role, you, we want your hair blonde. Like, we're not going to let you. Like, it's really that yeah. detrimental to the role. Yeah, honestly, there's like, so really? ma- there's so many movies like that that like because they have a certain look for it. I and know, that's just the industry, and it's you know it, it is just, what it is. But like, yeah, you wish it wasn't. You know, um, there's so many good quotes. This movie you has smell like so... beef and cheese. You're not the real Santa. Personally, my favorite quote from the whole movie. <laughs> I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggin. <laughs> no, you're. Buddy, you're not a cotton-headed nigg- ninny muggin. I can't talk. It's not going to work. Coffee. But of course, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. You sit on a throne of lies. You're an angry elf. You feeling strong, buddy? Call me elf one more time. You're an elf. Um... Son of a nutcracker. Yes. Yep. And then, um, I'm singing. I'm, I'm in, in a store, store and I'm singing. singing. No singing in the North Pole. Yes, there is. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's so good. It's just, it's so quotable. And it's, and, and what's, what I love is it's one of those movies that you say something and no matter where you are, someone is going to respond mm-hmm. with another quote. I used to answer the phone, but of the elf, what's your favorite color? Because yes, that, yeah, I used to say those, and they're like, if my siblings were saying something off in the corner, I would come up to them and say, I like to whisper too. Like, it's... Congratulations, it's, world's best coffee. Good job. <laughs> Charlie has the world's best coffee. Yes, he does. 
Yeah. Truly. I second that. Coast coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of musicals, this was a Broadway musical. What? I learned that today, and it blew my mind, because apparently this was a thing that was apparently well-known, and I did not know this. It's, um, yeah, see, he knew this, and it was on Broadway during the 2010-11 and then the 2012-13 Christmas seasons, so like November to January, and then it was on West End for the 2015-2016 Christmas seasons, did a U.S. tour between 2012 and 2017, not all year round, just during Christmas seasons, and then was in the U.K. for 2018 and last year. How did I not know this? I know. What? Like this, and it's not, so it's not like it was a one-off, one-and-done musical. Like, uh, this is still right. going. You know what? That's probably really fun. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I would love it. kind of want to watch it now. I know. I'm like, okay, where's a bootleg yeah. musical version of this? Broadway.com probably doesn't have it. Um, everyone talks about Broadway.com. I'm like, it's so good. I'm like, but they don't have anything good. Yeah. They don't have any of them that I want to watch, at least. So, um, did you know Jim Carrey was originally considered for the role? Yes. And you know what? I would have been okay with that. Like, it would have worked. It wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same, but it definitely would have worked. worked. Um, Especially early 2000s Jim Carrey. Oh, for sure. That was, yeah. like, golden age of yes. Jim Carrey, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, because he, he's already in a Christmas movie. He's in Grinch. Grinch. Which the Grinch. Is, interesting <laughs> it's it's like a it's it's a his grinch is like if i had a nightmare about christmas <laughs> there's like, a movie for that no that's before christmas this is true this is true. about christmas it the, would be him it would be him as the grinch eating glass yes yeah and saying Oh, what's that line? That shit, I'm not going. <laughs> no, the he's in the sleigh, and he's like, "Move out of the way! I have no insurance." Oh, <laughs> it's like it's such a it's such a weird. It's weird. but it's so but it's so, it's so rela- It's relatable. Mm-hmm. It's like he is like he was breaking the fourth wall with that. Yes. Um, definitely. W- so Elf definitely would not have been the same, but I I do agree. I think it still would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I met the Grinch once. Yeah, for a whole season because Grinch the musical was at the Opry three years ago. Um, I think I knew about that one. Yeah, I did. So I, I, did I worked at the Opry okay. at the time. And so I had to work all the shows, meaning I saw it and could sing along to everything. Oh, yeah. But half the time I was set at the outside door, like the side outside door, like mm-hmm. where the smoking area mm-hmm. is. And if you watch the Grinch, if you watch the musical, there's a moment where the Grinch is on stage and then he like goes off and 10 seconds later, he's supposed to pop up in the balcony. Like as if he like, so what they do is they take the understudy. He's dressed up and he goes into the balcony and waits for his cue. That's cool. So I would always sit at the door that he would come through to go up to the balcony. And I was there like almost every day. Like Mm -hmm. for some reason they decided to put me, the college kid who had nothing to do right. sitting and staring at a brick wall <laughs> all day. Hey, fun job. Managers loved me. Um, they said it was random, but I don't believe it. And so, yeah, so it got to the point where he would try to scare me. 
because I'm sitting like right next to a window, but I'm just staring ahead because I'm so bored out so of my mind. So that's why you have night. You would have a nightmare about Christmas. It would be the Grinch because he's scared. It you was in before real life. this. Oh my goodness! It was before this interaction that I felt like the Jim Carrey is like the nightmare you would have about Christmas. So then your nightmare came to life. It did. Wow. Until that's I started to like and, until it turned into a game of like. Could he still scare me? Because he would stand and, like, talk to me. He was a really yeah. cool guy. But, like, I got pictures with him, full Grinch outfit. That's so cool. One time he climbed under a table because um, he was outside, like, at the front. And people were outside, like, taking pictures of the Opry house and everything. And he, like, and it was, like, a, um, a little kid, like, the mom or whatever had, like, the kid, like, take a picture of her in front of the Opry house. And so he had, like, hid, like, he ducked under the table and kind of like was crawling over and the kid saw and he like gestured to Mm. be quiet and so the kid said nothing and he like gets right up behind the mom and like photo bombs and then i don't know i was inside but i watched i don't know what he did but she turned around and flipped out blood curdling scream probably oh yeah oh it was amazing i high-fived him when he came back inside (laughs) like it was so fun so the grinch yeah it really is like it's it's my nightmares apparently yep um Back to Elf, now that we've had that therapy session for me. Uh, it's um, so much candy. And I feel bad for Will Ferrell. He did all of that. He, he ate did all that. of it. Like, he, and he said, like, he literally, because of all the sugar that mm-hmm. he consumed, he could not sleep throughout, like, most of the filming process. He had perpetual because he, headaches because of the yeah. sugar intake every I just, day. A plus for him for the commitment because yeah. the spaghetti with the maple syrup and the marshmallows and the M and M's and all that. So they had to re they had to redo that shot because the first time he threw up. Yep. Um, when they're in the doctor's office, the cotton balls are actually just cotton candy without any dye. Wow. So that's what that he, so know. he's eating just pure oh sugar. Oh gosh. I mean that makes sense because you know when 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 you're in a, when you're in a movie or a TV show and you take have to take medicine, it's right. always it's just sugar, sugar pills. pills. Yeah. So it makes sense that, but like, that's a cotton ball would be cotton had candy. had to eat more sugar. Because I don't know how many times they had to redo that one, yeah. you know? Like, wow. And that scene is where Jon Favreau does course, his cameo. Yeah. He's the He's doctor. Great. He's fantastic. So good. I had that as a thing of, like, and Jon Favreau is in mm-hmm. this scene as well. Um, and that was one of the first times uh, during filming, actually, that they got James Caan to break. Oh, really? Because um, James Caan is notorious for being a super stone-faced, like, serious, serious guy. Um, he was in The Godfather, and he right. played one of the brothers. He was super serious. But um, John Favreau was like, going up against someone like Will Ferrell, we have to have someone that is not going to laugh every two seconds because of how crazy Will Ferrell's going to be. But the one time it worked was when John Favreau, as the doctor, pricked Will Ferrell's finger, and he freaked out. The If you watch... James Caan as Hobbs, yeah. he turns around. Is that why he turns? And he's he's laughing, so oh, he's trying to because they had to redo that scene so many times because he kept breaking. Yeah. So he turned his head for a second just to like I can do this, and then turned back around. So that was the that was the first time they ever broke him. That's it was amazing. Like, you broke James Caan. Look what you did. You, like <laughs> you deserve every yep, award exactly because of that purely. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's just, I don't, Will Ferrell went all out in this movie. Um, What I love is the fact of, like, his, like, um, not monologue, but, like, just where he's just venturing and adventuring around New York. Like, they didn't, um, like, they didn't section off 
parts of the city to film. They just had him dress yep. and took a camera and just Followed went to New York and just unleashed him to the public. So some of the reactions in the background are real, real people, people being like, what the Well, there was, a, there was actually a lot of like minor car accidents. Because of people being Because strict. people would be like, is that Will Ferrell? Oh, what? no. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, when he's jumping across the, the crosswalk, that was probably what most of them happened. When he gets hit by the taxi, yep. I don't know if... I, that can't be... That couldn't have been... That had to that had to be, like, that had intentionally be, done. Yeah. Like, if that one... wasn't, though, <laughs> Or for the people around it uh-huh. that didn't know, they're like... Yep. Did just Will hit, Ferrell just get hit by yeah. a car? <laughs> does that you know like you've seen stepdads right step you mean stepbrothers no it's the one where he's the stepdad oh yeah with, with uh mark Wahlberg. the scene that's that's filmed at the lakers game uh-huh they didn't tell the audience oh yeah yeah so that was a true reaction when he chucked the basketball at the cheerleader <laughs> did the did the team and the, the team, cheerleaders know no, the team didn't know the but only the actors and the managers knew like they wanted a pure. Blend. I would have been so it was on, like it was on the news the next day. Will Ferrell blatantly attacked a cheerleader, and then they were like, "No, no, no, it's a movie." I would have been scared of the basketball players going to beat up the guy that just pelted <laughs> a cheerleader with a basketball in the face. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh! At what? least Will Ferrell's as tall as them. This is true. Yeah, he is super tall. He's so big, um, but no, it's, it makes me like watching that. Of he's just going around New York. It just makes it so much better knowing that... Just release Will Ferrell into the wild. Dressed as a giant elf. <laughs> um, I feel like it's the same as like when Johnny Depp would just randomly show up at Disneyland dressed as... In the Pirates of the Caribbean Dressed ride. as Jack Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. For the whole day. Yeah, he, he would just, just do it. in the ride and people... He would just go up. At one point, he got in the boat with somebody. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. Can you just imagine? I would die. I, I would die on the Well, spot. first I would freak out because I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's coming to life. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, no, that's Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I, would, I would freak out for multiple reasons and it would just be a, a huge wave of emotions. Just inconsolable sobbing. Just uncontrolled, mm. crazy. For me, I love Johnny Depp. Yeah. If I were to see Johnny Depp in character as one of my favorite characters ever, crying. So crying. I would like to think that I would not freak out when I meet... If, if, well, I should say when, you know, being optimistic, like, because I have met famous people before. And so I feel like outside of church and outside of church, um, cause you, you can't freak out at church. No. It's like an unspoken rule. So it's like, you just have to be really calm. And then. If I met Benedict Cumberbatch, I'd probably tackle him. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, mean, it I want that, it. It would be that level. He's done so many war movies, like no, but it would be that level of excitement. Like I'm just like, I, oh my god. I this is why I want to get like a shirt or a hat or something that says, "Don't worry, I'm this awkward with everyone." <laughs> oh, that's gonna be new. New. I now have a reason to do it. Podcast merch. Podcast merch. Don't worry, I'm this awkward with everyone. I would wear that. Um, we're gonna text that to my friend Brittany right now. She can design <laughs> it for me, and we're golden. There you go. But like. Because that's how it is. Like, I'm just an awkward person with people I don't know. And so I would like to think that I wouldn't freak out. Like, I wouldn't end up sobbing. Um, so Elf. Elf, the movie. yes. I mean, yeah. Um, the Jack in the Box. Real reactions. Because John Favreau had a remote control. Mm-hmm. 
he would time them all differently. Yeah. So when you see him freaking out, especially it's, on that last one, yes. it's real. It, it's I just, it. it's so good. Um, What are some of the references that you got? I have three. Um, So obviously Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. The 100%. Well, the snowman, the North Pole entirely, mm-hmm. and even the costumes of the elves was based all off of the 1964 Rudolph the Red yep. Reindeer, which they could do because of a copyright error. There was a asterisk that was typed, like it wasn't typed in the right place in the actual copyright, so the copyright is null and void for that movie. Wow. It's like such a little so error weird. that happened that means the copyright is null and void so they could use it and not get like in trouble copyright bad for the guy that did that (laughs) i know oh my gosh um so there's that one then the news video of buddy walking through the woods is sasquatch bigfoot i was gonna say that yeah 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 and then the four park rangers are the four horsemen of the apocalypse Oh, mm-hmm. didn't know that one. I also love how gangster Santa becomes when he's in New York. Yes. The tire iron, and he's like, crap, it's the park rangers. <laughs> They've been ast- after me for years. It's like, Santa, who are you? The most realistic Santa ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so those are the ones that I, like, had gotten, that I noted down. The Sasquatch one was in, I didn't write those down, but the Sasquatch yeah. one was one of my favorites and I see it every time. I'm like, hey, did you know? Did you know that they that they did that? Because that's what the Sasquatch things look like. Well, it's so great because he's so like big and just gangly. Yeah. and <laughs> He is a very gangly man. He looks like he could be Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Grow his hair out. You'd think that the uh, times where he's sitting on Papa Elf's lap, he really is that big. Oh my gosh, but, you would think, but it's not, it's forced perspective. Instead of CGI. Instead of CGI. The only thing, there was there was a little bit of CGI mm-hmm. in the movie, and it was, the one that I remember is the snowballs when they're, th- the 100% scene. CGI. Uh, yeah. Well, that's CGI, but. Will Ferrell is just that good at snowball he is that fighting. Good. He is that, hey, I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. Oh. Being how gangly he is. Um, <laughs> just no, a windmill. But the, <laughs> he, they would. And then obviously Santa flying, you know. Right. CGI. Right. But they would situate Sadly. him closer up to the camera and then put, what's the actor's name that plays Papa Elf? Uh, Newhart. Newhart. They put Newhart Bob behind, Newhart. but they would situate the cameras to uh-huh. where it looks like he's sitting on, like, on yeah. his lap. It, it was like the coolest. Same with the tricycle. Trip. Yes. And in the classroom, with they had, the they built two sets. Yep. They built a full, a life-size set for everyone else and then they built a miniature set that will ferrell had to move around on yep and it's crazy like because you try to catch like obviously because it's they feel like it's just it's just crazy trying to catch the two sets at the same time yep um but so they would there was some manipulation like Oh yeah, after filming, post like, there's post production manipulation for sure. Doing those, but, but most of it is forced perspective, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just like that they chose to do one of the oldest tricks and put that into a new John Favreau. Movie. John freaking Favreau. Everyone, I love is, him. He's just a legend. Uh, Ming Ming is Ralphie from the Christmas Story. Ming Ming, the elf who says, 
who's doing the counting. You're right. And is like, I remember seeing Buddy, that. you're not a cotton heading nitty muggin. It, that's him. You can tell from his eyes. He's got yeah. those piercing eyes. The blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And his face, like, obviously it's more matured, but, but it still the holds the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I discovered that this isn't even on my notes. I totally forgot about this. I have to pull up the pictures, though. Um, John Favreau and who else? Oh, who was it? Um, shoot. It was John Favreau and two others starred in um a movie called four christmases later on after this film came out it's vince vaughn and reese witherspoon starring talking about that movie yesterday so i've never seen it i just discovered this it's entertaining it looks entertaining but did you see like i can't get over john favreau's role look at (laughs) I forgot he was like that. And he it gets plays this better. like super buff like he has a mullet, guys. He has a I'll, I'll, I forgot that was John Favreau. He is the he is like the baby daddy yeah. to this random person and he's like this super tough guy and it does not it, fit. No. At all. It like tattoos. Oh yeah. Rings. It's like one of my other favorite roles that he does though is in Friends in the early seasons. It's Monica's boyfriend. Yeah, he's the rich guy. Yeah, that owns all the stuff, and I then feel he like wants that to fits be more though. It does until he turns and wants to be like the MMA fighting champion or something, and he's like totally <laughs> obsessed with it. But I mean, John Favreau like did boxing. He did, yeah. Especially because he wanted to get in shape for the role of yep. Happy Hogan yep. in Iron Man, so he yep. actually did boxing. <sighs> Happy... <sighs> that was one of the best characters. Here we go. I just Look can't... At that face. I can't get over this. Face. I discovered this today, and it's the best info... Gotta watch that movie. Ever. I've it's never... Really funny. I've, and it's because he's wrestling Tim McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot it's tim mcgraw yeah that movie honestly okay that movie has so that's who that is that's who that other guy is yeah random people like random awesome actors that just show up but they're there for like two seconds like it's it's one of the best movies it's i'm it doesn't have great reviews it really doesn't but if you want like that's like my guilty pleasure movie i've i had never heard of this movie and it's because it doesn't have great reviews well (laughs) like okay here's here's this uh vince vaughn reese witherspoon robert duvall John Favreau, Mary Steenburgen, Dwight Yoakam, Tim McGraw, um, like, oh, it's just, um, what's her name? Kristen Chenoweth. She's in it too. Yeah. Peter Billingsley. Um, it, yeah, it, but it's like such a random mix of really well-known mm-hmm. actors and it's like if you have respect for that kind of thing then you would I, love the movie i i like vince vaughn i love vince vaughn. i feel I like vince funny. vaughn is really underrated he is he's got the he's one of my favorite actors that has that dry like super yeah. super dry sense of humor but that's what makes oh him my, so yeah. good but it has like just enough where he can always throw in like the caring mm-hmm. like is super dry but you know he cares yeah and it's like he's definitely past his heyday yeah sadly but i mean he's getting older and so they all are but i feel like he's a little more underrated Mm -hmm. you know um him and uh owen wilson the dynamic duo owen wilson is one of my favorite people too they were in uh, that one wedding movie wedding crashers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh but back to elf 
um that was just such an interesting fact about and then i saw john favreau's character and it just blew my mind because i'm like this is nothing tangent this is nothing like what anything i've ever seen you play um do you know why they've never done an elf too he refused didn't he he didn't want to do it will ferrell refused yeah because he didn't want to work with john favreau again (gasps) i know why uh it was um just so i read like an article about it from not screen rant but it was like another like it was another like movie article it was very well written in the sense of like hey let's not take this an assumption that one of these people or both of them are bad to work with like some people just don't work well together and they're mm-hmm. awesome people mm-hmm. like that was the undertone of the whole article and i was like i respect this oh, writer sure. so much he's he's taking the drama out of it mm-hmm. but um in the contracts basically there was like a clause in the contracts that said if it's gonna if we're gonna do a sequel john favreau like the director comes with it and so it was brought up to Will Ferrell multiple times of, hey, let's do a sequel. And he's like, I'll do a sequel, but John Favreau's not directing it. Man. But because it was in the contract that John Favreau would have to direct it, he's like, I'm not going to do it. And it just makes me wonder. When you have, I will say this, when you have two super talented people mm-hmm. and they are very strong and like they have amazing opinions, you know, sometimes yeah, two of the same to quote Phyllis from The Office, when two, um, oh, and I just, I just quoted this last night. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm going to say. Yep. But I don't remember. It's when, Dwi- it's when Dwight leaves and goes to Staples. Um, what is it? It's a specific adjective. I literally watched The Office for five seasons before I left. Really? You know what got me, like, what finally solidified, because I was listening to it as background noise, what really got me was when they all went out on the sales calls, and Dwight is getting into the backseat of Jim's car, and he does the go and press on the brakes, and Dwight hits his head. Like, it just came, It the laugh came out, because that's stuff that I do to my sister. And so it was just like, <laughs> yeah, I do that too. Like that's when I was like, okay, I, I like the show now. My first in my first laugh, and the only time I laughed to the point of crying was Dwight's speech. Which time? where he is, oh yeah, talking like <laughs> Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, he's done many dictator speeches. But that is the only time that I he can't got find me to the that quote. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hold on. IMDb it. I love IMDb. It is my go-to for everything. Um, Because I know what episode. I know everything about it. I was just watching it. And so it was fresh in my mind so I could quote it. Season three. Season three was a really big season of the office oh, the office let's see i try but it ron doesn't work swanson. <laughs> ron swanson is the greatest character to ever live i met nick offerman once what? <coughs> i love mm-hmm. nick offerman at the opry let's see 
Here we go. I found it. Dwight had a big personality and I had a big personality. A lot of times when two people like that get together, it can be explosive. There you go. Fill us with the wisdom. Sassy wisdom. Fill us with the wisdom. Wow. Fill us. Fill us. That's how far we have divulged. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 where we're at. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually all I have for the notes. I was so into watching it that I never wrote anything. Oh, product placement. There is so much product placement in that movie. I don't know if you've noticed, um, but like whenever they go back to the house, mm-hmm. usually the lady that the, what the actress that plays the mother. What's her name? Mary Steenburgen. She is. She plays the mom in every movie. I don't know she does. Who. She also plays Will Ferrell's mom in Step Brothers. Yes, she does. And then I think she plays the mom in The Proposal. Yes, she does. Yeah, I love. I just watched that movie. I like two love weeks The ago. Proposal. It is my favorite rom com. Yep. Ever. Sandra Bullock, it's got Betty, Betty White, White yeah, and Ryan yeah. Reynolds. You can't go. And a puppy. And a puppy. And it's Oscar those- Nunez. Oh my gosh, I forgot about him. He plays the uh, the, the exotic person. exotic dancer so, in the movie. Yeah. So I watched Relax, the proposal before I ever saw The Office. And then when you saw and him, so so the first time I ever saw Oscar Nunez in something was The Proposal. Mm-hmm. Isn't his name like Raul or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know his last name, but that is his first name. But yeah. So the first thing i ever saw him in was the proposal and so that is my i think that's what i did i think that's how that I is saw him that is too. my image of oscar nunez is relax don't, don't do it, it. Mm-hmm. um and so then i saw the office and i was like oh my gosh he's too serious he's funny but he's his day job he, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's his day job out of the 15 that he has um and, so, uh yeah uh, so yeah, she whenever she would come in a couple times, she comes in with groceries mm-hmm. and she'll set up the table. Um, I think Coca Cola was the main product placement in mm-hmm. the whole movie, especially when he's chugging the, the two, two liter, liter and burps, which is a real burp, but it wasn't his. It was the it's guy a recording of somebody else. Yes, and oh shoot, I I don't know his name. No, I don't know his name. But also. Side note, while I'm looking that up, did you know that the laugh from the jack of, the jack in the box is the laugh from the hyenas in what? Um, Lion King? Li- Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. There's hyenas in Lady and the Tramp? Yeah. When when, the, when Lady gets lost in the zoo. Oh, what a weird thing to pull from. Yeah, I think it's the same laugh from from the Lion King. Like it I think the is, same yeah. I think they use that the same sense. thing. Um, but let's 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 go to the trivia because i i saw that mm-hmm. and i didn't write it down maybe the tramp's another underrated one honestly it's great have you watched the live action yeah i think it's cute i haven't watched it okay um the 12 second belch was supplied by maurice lamarche he did the brain from pinky and the brain oh wow and he did the operatic belching in animaniacs hmm. he also worked with will ferrell in the animated series the oblongs in 2001 so he's so a weird voice actor <laughs> he did the burps that's so cool um professional burper this was a fun fact i forgot to tell you we were talking about green screens and cgi mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so the fight with the fake santa 
stun double? No. Um, first, they only filmed it once, once they because it was so hard and difficult to, to put everything build everything. All yes. those Legos? Can you imagine? Oh, it'd be awful. One take to destroy everything. One shot, Don't one take, baby. Um, but the green screen comes in because, so you know it starts, it's the group of kids yelling at Santa and then yeah. he comes out. Um, they filmed the any scene with the kids in front of a green screen. And they're just like, just yell Santa, blah, blah, blah. They then filmed the fight scene. They put a green screen up, like, behind the props and everything. And they superimposed the kids and the fights together because they said it was too dangerous to have the kids on set while they were fighting. Wow. There was too too much of a chance of a kid getting hurt. Wow. So th- that is a green screen. Huh. Like, it's a green screen mesh. That's really cool. Yeah. Go safety. Get on them. Yeah. Good, good, <laughs> Good job on the safety. <laughs> We'll have Will Ferrell get hit by a car, but we'll protect the kids. <laughs> Honestly, that was probably his idea. <laughs> Knowing, yeah, yeah, let's let's get someone to hit me with a car. That sounds like something he would say. Well, then it's good because they bring it up when later when he takes um, Jovi on the date and he's like, the yellow ones don't stop. Yeah, yeah. You know. Didn't he, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that when he sees the gum underneath, he's, he was crazy enough that he actually did you that. You know, I... I think that I think fact check me if I'm wrong, but I think I don't know. He I did. I want to say for hi- personal hygiene that no, <laughs> but it's Will Ferrell. But because it's Will Ferrell and Will knowing Ferrell. that they just let him off into the wild yeah. of New York <laughs> and just let him go yeah. and do whatever he wanted, I have to say it's probably true. Um, I did see a note that suggested so you know he goes on the date. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he runs into the office, but is wearing like the nice suit and everything. Mm-hmm. There was a note that's like on IMDb that said, if you notice, he's wearing the same outfit and he runs in because he's so excited to tell his dad about the date, mm-hmm. meaning more than likely he never went home to change. Oh, so he had a oh. sleepover. <laughs> oh, with Jovi. So it was a really fun date. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's some really good detail catching and um, just... Going Never from A to B. even yeah. thought of that. Never thought of it. Wow. And then I read that and I was like, I mean, that's fair. Makes sense. Yeah. He's really excited to tell, tell him all about it. <laughs> kind of glad he never got to. You know. Do you have a question? I do believe that I have a reference. Okay. I'm pretty sure that when he's running through the city mm-hmm. after the snowball fight with the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Michael. I'm pretty sure that that is supposed to insinuate from Big. When he's running through the city with the with the woman, and he wants to take her to all the stores, and they do the pianos, because okay. it, it's that kind of referencing store run. Yeah, makes sense. That's what that's what makes me think of it anyway. Oh, Gimbal's in the movie is supposed yep. to be Macy's. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, there was another one too, but I I didn't write it down. I don't remember. They were actually like when they went ice skating and all that. Mm-hmm. That was really there in front of Rockefeller. I believe it. Mm-hmm. They 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 went all of the stuff that's in New York. They, they really did yeah. do that there. Will Ferrell's brother was one of the security guards. Oh really? Yeah, and Aww. both security guards, the actual like people, their names are Patrick. Patrick. I saw that like as the credits were rolling, it said security guards, and then one was Patrick Farrell, and then one was Patrick. Other name, um, but I was like, oh, they're both Patrick. That's How? Cool. How funny is that? Patrick's on set. Patrick's kick Will Ferrell out. <laughs> Action. Um. Yeah. I don't actually know if I have anything else. Other than it's just really funny. 
Well, we really were drinking the world's best cup of coffee. We were. We, we were, were drinking really... the true yep. world's best cup of coffee. It is not a crappy cup of coffee. Like, no, it's delicious. Like what Jovi says. It is the world's best cup of it's, coffee. It's delicious. Coastcoffeeroasters.me. Movies and Mocha's 20 at checkout. You can see for yourself. Can I also get his sweetener? Like, like is that a thing? Does he sell the sweetener? Like syrups? Does he make his own syrups? And he makes his own syrup for the coffee, coffee soda. soda, but I doubt he sells it well you know if more people start buying from him and it and it and coast grows so go buy it so i can get the syrups is what you're saying yeah so go buy it so my friend tanner here can get the syrup because he's obsessed with it apparently i don't Mm -hmm. know i also love charlie who doesn't love charlie love charlie all right anyway thank you for coming on (laughs) thanks i appreciate enjoyed i couldn't think of the word enjoy i really enjoyed this time <laughs> yes it was a lot of fun probably could have talked about elf more than other things <laughs> but we do it <laughs> all right now we're good Cut. that's yeah. a ramp that's it for this week guys thanks for listening and if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add send us an email at moviesandmocus20 at gmail.com or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list let us know what you want us to talk about you can also find us on instagram facebook and twitter just look for the movies and mocus podcast have a great day guys